Hello and welcome back to the Dante in a Year podcast. My name is Danny Fitzpatrick. Today we're continuing with Dante's Inferno, Canto 31. So we're getting very close to the end here, getting very deep into the pit. Uh, And of course that means we're getting very close to beginning Purgatorio, where we'll ascend the mountain uh, up to the Garden of Earthly Delights so that Dante can be purified to ascend finally to his vision of the heavens. So with that in mind, I'm going to be doing another giveaway uh, over on Instagram for a copy of the Purgatorio. So feel free to stop by there. You could find me at fits.the.writer and enter for a chance to win a free copy of the Purgatorio, which I will sign and send out to you. So let's get to it with Dante's Inferno, Canto 31. The same tongue that had first bitten me, so that the one and the other cheek was tinged, then brought me the medicine. So I've heard it said that the lance of Achilles and of his father was cause first of distress, and then of a good reward. We went with backs to the miserable vale, up the bank that girds it about, traversing it without a single word. Here was less than night and less than day, so sight could advance but a bit. But I heard a high horn sound, such as would have made all thunder faint, so that, following its way back to the source, I directed my eyes all to one place. After the dolorous rout, when Charlemagne lost the holy host, Roland did not so terribly sound his song. I'd borne my sight along that way but a bit before I seemed to see many tall towers, at which I, Master, tell me, what land is this? And he to me, because you course on through the tenebrous depth from too far off, you've come to err in your imagination. You will see well, if you come near there, how much your sense is tricked by distance, so spur yourself further on. Then he pressed my hand with care and said, Before we advance farther, that the fact may appear less strange, know that they are not towers but giants and are in the pit about the bank, all from the belly down. As when the mist dissipates, and the glance figures bit by bit that which the vapor that steeps the air conceals, so as my eye pierced the thick, obscure fog, pressing nearer and nearer the verge, error fled and fear swelled within me, since, as encircling her girth, Monteregioni is crowned by towers, So above the prow that girds the pit towered half the bodies of the horrible giants Jove menaces yet from heaven when he thunders. And now I caught sight of one's face, the shoulders and the chest and the better part of the belly, and down on either side the arms. Nature surely, when she left off the art of forging such animals, did well to tear such executors from Mars. And should she not repent of elephants and whales, he who sees subtly holds her more just and more discreet. For when the argument of the mind is joined to vicious will and power, there's nowhere man may take shelter. His face appeared to me so long and thick as the pine cone of St. Peter's in Rome, and the other bones of such proportion. So that the bank which bent about him from the waist down, showed him well enough above it that of having reached his hair three Frieslanders might vaunt in vain. 
for I saw thirty great spans down from the place where man fastens his mantle. Raphael Mayameke Zabia Almi, the fierce mouth commenced to cry, to which no sweeter psalms were suited. And my leader back to him, foolish soul, keep to your horn, and so let off your humor when ire or other passion should take you. Search your neck and find the rope that holds it fast, O soul confined, and see it along your great breast. Then he said to me, He accuses himself. This is Nimrod, for whose stupid thought no one language is used in the world. Leave him as he stands, and let us not speak in vain, for he is such that to him each language is as his is to others, noted by no one. We made off once more on our voyage, turning to the left, and at a shot of a bow we found another still larger, more ferocious. What master so bound him I don't know, but his right arm was held behind him, and the other ahead, by a chain that held him conquered from the collar down, so that it wound five bands about the part of him uncovered. This proud one willed to try his might against Jove on high, said my leader, and merited this. Ephialtes is his name, and he made his great attempt when the giants put fear into the gods. The arms by which he menaced now move no more. And I to him, If it is possible, I'd like my own eyes to experience the immeasurable Briarius. To which he responded, You will see Antaeus near to here, who speaks and is unbound, who will place us in the depth of every sin. That one you wish to see is there farther on, and is bound and made like to this one, save that he seems more ferocious in the face. Never did a tremor shock a tower so hard and so swiftly as Ephialtes shook himself then. Then I feared death more than ever, and none else was needed to conduct death there had I not seen his constraints. We proceeded further along the way, and we came to Antaeus, who without his head issued well over five ells out of the grotto. O oh, you who in the fortunate valley that made Scipio heir to glory, when Hannibal with his men gave their shoulders, you bore off a thousand lions for prey. And by whom, had you been at the high war with your brothers, it still seems some believe the sons of earth would have prevailed. Set us down there, and hold not our coming in disgust, where the cold binds Cocytus. Don't make us go to Titus or to Typhon. This one can give that which all here crave. So incline to us and don't twist your lips. He still can grant you fame in the world, for he lives and expects a long life still, should grace not claim him ahead of time. So spoke the master, and that one hurried to extend his hands and take my leader in that great grip Hercules once felt. Virgil, when he felt himself firm, said to me, Come here that I might hold you. Then he made one bundle of himself and me. As it seems one seen the Garisenda below its incline, when a cloud comes over it so that it hangs yet further over, so seemed Antaeus to me who stood to watch as he inclined, and that was such a time that I wished to have gone another way. But he placed us lightly in the depth that devours Lucifer with Judas, nor so inclined did he make delay and he rose as the mast on a ship. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Dante in a Year podcast. See you next time for Dante's Inferno, Canto 32.